Welcome to the Garden of Eden Dammy be asking the questions For the answers that you wanna hear All you gotta do is sit back, grab a chair Or listen up while you clean and cook Take a leaf from the creative's book These gems open your mind and your heart Okay, the show's gonna start Welcome back to the Garden of Eden podcast where ideas grow. I'm your host, Dami. And today we are joined by Jade Carvalho. Jade, if you don't mind, could you please tell the viewers who you are, what you do, and uh, what brings you to the, to the podcast? Um, my name is Jade. Um, I work as a personal trainer um, and a couple online things as well. Um, yeah I basically just work a lot um <laughs> with a couple of side hustles yeah. and um yeah mm-hmm. I'm just in my because I love a chit chat and yeah delve into the brain yeah no, I, I love podcasts as well and like the chinwag aspect like just getting to get all the things off your chest that you want to say I feel like it's a it's like a really good space to to do that and yeah I'm I'm gassed to have you on here, especially, you know, as your TikTok celebrity. Uh, we're, we're <laughs> <about that. laughs> I mean, that's how I came across your um, your pages, you know. I, I think I was, so I was scrolling on the um, For You page and I think I saw something like funny of yours. I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it was something to do with like form and form yeah. and yeah Yeah, gym stuff where you were doing like a meme of like form versus something else yeah 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 I'm surprised uh, you like came across my TikTok too far because I don't really post on there at all anymore um yeah so I'm always surprised when people find my TikTok because I'm like oh I forgot about that (laughs) why why did you stop posting on there um so I had like a year gap so I like was like posting very consistently for maybe like maybe it was like a year or so no it would have been way less than that I don't know how long it was um but then I had a year gap where I didn't even open the app I didn't even go on the for you page I didn't even every time even if you sent me a TikTok I wouldn't even go on the app like I don't even want to see because I found like it became this really toxic place in general not just like for me but I think like in general like I think some people can see it when they use TikTok um Mm. yeah and I was like I was not in a good place myself so using it and then having that kind of negativity was just not it was just not helping me so I was like let me just not at all completely so I just didn't even touch it and then like a few months That's ago fun. I went on it a little bit here and there but I still don't really use it that much for the same reasons to be fair That's really interesting because from the people that I speak to a lot of them that use TikTok as a as a platform or as like a main platform for them they seem to think that it's the calmest place or it's the it's the oh. it's the place where there's there more there's more acceptance if it's not you know the picture perfect of Instagram or like the well put together of a Twitter I think it depends who you follow as well like and what you see on your for you page because I know some people who their for you page is just full of like football or stuff where it's just like banter or it's just full of like gaming or so I guess it depends mm. on what kind of perspective you have on it but um, yeah yeah personally for me although it is very like on the facade is very accepting I feel like maybe it's different when you're like a creator I wouldn't really call myself that but um yeah, yeah maybe it's different then but 
yeah, some of the things I have seen or whatever on there is not as uh, accepting as they make it out to be. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess maybe the algorithm just threw you into the toxic bubble, unfortunately. Probably. And TikTok as an app itself, like the people who run it and the algorithm of TikTok is like completely like, am I allowed to swear on this? Like, Yeah, <laughs> you can, you, <laughs> yeah, you can okay. say whatever the fuck <laughs> you want to say. Yeah, it's like completely fucked up in my opinion. And the people who like run loads of TikTok stuff is they're just yeah, weird. Interesting. I mean, we can get into that a bit more as we as we go through because I've got I've got some questions, of course. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> but I guess the main thing I was going to was I saw your t- TikTok content and then I went onto your Insta page and I saw something which was really funny, which was like shit. I don't want to fucking see in the gym to do with the um was it Romanian deadlift was it that no it was it was another um, one was it squats maybe I think it was squats yeah I just found that bare funny um <laughs> and then I started looking at other content and I thought the way you mix like your humorous well would you call yourself humorous um I don't really know maybe I wouldn't really say I'm a comedian but I like to make a joke of myself and then that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear that. I hear that. And I and I saw that in your content and how you mixed it with the with your fitness stuff as well. So I thought, yeah, you'd be a you'd be a good um guest to have on the show. So Thank you. yeah. Um so I guess the first question to, to ask you is where where was the point where you started, I guess, training and taking that side of your life seriously and then also when from that point did you find the confidence to start sharing your own journey and process because as you've probably seen felt yourself and as other people have experienced it can be quite difficult to then to commit to saying okay I'm gonna be this person now and I'm gonna start putting that out to the world so if you could tell us how that was for you. Um, so training, like in the beginning, I basically have done dance for a long time. So mm. I've danced like, in high school, whatever. And then I went to the Brit school to train um, in dance. So obviously like dance oh, and right. fitness, they go hand in hand together. Um, so yeah. yeah, so I wanted to kind of like improve my fitness in general or what have you. Um, and so I like used to do like home workouts and stuff to improve my dance. But I was getting like really into it. And, you know, there's only so many stuff you can do in your room. So um, <laughs> I used to know took me to the gym and I literally was like, whoa, like, this is so crazy. Like, I, just <laughs> been, I was like, I would have been 16 or 17. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wasn't, there was just so many men and all were lifting really heavy weights. And I was just there like this little twig, like, oh my God, what the hell? Um, yeah. So I was, pretty overwhelmed but the person who showed me like he took me through stuff and like made me feel like okay maybe I'm not so crazy to be here I can be here like I can do it Um, but it took me like a long time to get into it like I was going consistently when I started but I did not know what I was doing like I was doing some whack stuff I would go in the little room (laughs) in the corner like never go anywhere else like I remember the gym manager one time came and spoke to me was like I see you in here every day but only in this room and I was like yeah uh about that I just get scared out there um yeah yeah, 
for a while and my form was of shocking and everything I was doing was shocking and it was just all wrong. Um, how, how long was that going on for, would you say? That um, period of time? <laughs> uh, maybe like, uh, probably a, a solid like year of just doing wow. Like it, it slowly got better towards the end of, end of this like year. Um, yeah. But it, yeah, it was probably almost a good year of just me doing stuff that was pretty useless. And like, I was making progress, mm. but it wasn't, you know, meh. Um, it wasn't efficient. And, yeah. Like yeah. I could have been doing much better with my time. <laughs> um, and then I did another, maybe like half year to year of like doing stuff, which was pretty okay. Like it was okay. Mm. It was much better. Um, and then there was a pandemic so then we're in lockdown um but that was when I started getting really passionate about it like feeling like I knew what I was starting knew what I was doing knew where I was going with it like actually had goals um like maybe like for the pandemic hit I was like really like actually knew what I was doing and that's when I started my like fitness account um mainly just because people would ask me what I was doing um Mm. my friends would be like oh how do I do this because they like i Basically, since I started, I've been to the gym every single day. <laughs> um, so they've like, they knew I went. They were like, oh, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I yeah. might as well just Instagram and then I can just put it on there. And then if you want to know, you can just go and look at it. Um, so that's what I did. And that's why I yeah. started that. Um, yeah. I don't know that's... if that really answered the question. <laughs> it, it, it did in, in, in a lot of ways. Like, it's very interesting to know that the pandemic is kind of gave you the kick up the butt to be like right I'm on this now because for a lot of people that situation was a switch of fortunes made like a lot of people found a routine yeah I think they either went the way which was like oh we'll fund this or they went the way which was like it made me more passionate because it kind of made Mm. me realize that I cannot live without the gym like waking up and just being like good morning like isn't enough for me like I need to go and do something and during the Mm. pandemic was my personal trainer qualification because I had the time and I had the money so I was like well this is the perfect opportunity let me not waste it um, to get it done so yeah Yeah, I I, I rate that because you just you basically doubled down in the in the pandemic time when it's to be honest it is really easy to default into not finding um I guess you'd call it you'd call it what discipline yeah. And, and really like knuckling down and understandably of course because it's a mad Definitely. situation I would not judge anyone who like became a slug during lockdown because it's <laughs> so easily done but um yeah I by the end of lockdown I've built like half a gym in my back garden and like started bringing yeah. fire so I was like come on guys let's just get into it now um okay so but... you you were you were working with clients in in that way like outdoor and and yeah the new people like wanted to they just were like well what's the point all I've got is my room blah blah but if I offer you Mm. then you know can't really say no it's here so yeah and you said uh which is also quite interesting because for example like my so my little sister actually um makes quite a lot of content around health and fitness and nutrition she's been really passionate about that for probably about four years sorry if I'm getting that wrong sis but I'm gonna guess it's around four years um and for her when she started making content she was doing it to keep to keep herself accountable 
Yeah. So interesting that for you, it was because loads of people asking you questions. And I'm sure that that multiplied as well once you started making content and especially probably through TikTok, right? A lot of people asking questions about loads of different things. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that have like fitness accounts because they want to keep themselves accountable, which is great. Like if that's what drives you or that's what Mm. keeps you on track, then like that's amazing. But for me, like I don't really need that doesn't not in an ego way but I don't really need that like I can keep myself accountable without that um Mm. and also at the point where I kind of felt like maybe I want to do personal training and obviously I knew that if I built a good Instagram that might help me in the future um with like clients and stuff wow cool that's it because you're you're doing it you're doing it that's that's a big battle in and in and of itself I'm living the dream <laughs> um so yeah it's going on that point actually because uh like for me I guess similar to you the pandemic kind of gave me a, a kick up the ass to uh really dive into podcasting and 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 um creating content through that way and um, I, I guess for me, one of the things that I love is to talk to people in the creative industry and people who are creating content just to find out how their journeys were. Because I feel like you can learn a lot of lessons, uh, explore some ideas and even learn of new ways of thinking that people have. Just because when you're locked in your own head, you think everyone is thinking the same way. But through having these conversations you start to open up to more ideas. And, and sometimes, like, even for me, I'll listen back to old podcasts and hear things that the guests have said or I've said even and been like, oh, I should take their advice, really, yeah. even though it's me. I should take their advice because they're, they're, they're spitting some good shit. Um, and that's kind of the value that I get out of doing it um, mm. on, a, on a, I guess, on a selfish level. So for you, making... Um, fitness content where do you what does it do for you on a personal level like how how what do you get from making it I'm honestly not really sure (laughs) I feel like (laughs) me it's mainly I get to just word vomit or like creatively vomit (laughs) um because like sometimes if I do a post that's just like a ramble about stuff then it's like oh I get to just say how I feel and like that might help Mm. someone I just ramble this thing and it gets like it off my mind because sometimes a client will ask a question um and then I'll be like Mm. I'll respond obviously and I'll be thinking about it like "Mm, yeah like there's more I could have said about that and or maybe somebody else is thinking that question so it like gets that kind of off of my chest if I get to do that but in terms of like because I post like workouts sometimes like for me that doesn't really bring me anything uh besides Mm looking being able to look back on like really old posts like from when I started my account and being like (laughs) oh that form is dodgy that's some good progress um (laughs) yeah like being able to look back and be like oh that's where I started or that's where I've come from is I guess wholesome for myself to look at (laughs) yeah yeah there is something really valuable about documenting something because I guess when you start it doesn't seem that serious because you're you're at that place where you start so it's like oh yeah I know I do that yeah I'm doing that and but if you continue if you keep going with it in a year two years time three years time 
you go back to the start point and you're like whoa that's yeah. a whole different and sometimes different thing. Like, I do this with clients a lot sometimes you feel like you're not making progress but that's why you take progress videos and pictures and stuff so you can look back and be like okay yeah just because I look the same as I did yesterday but I don't look or feel the same or lifting the same as I did like six months ago so mm. yeah it's a it's a it helps as being a good reminder that something is happening just not it's not going to be like a explosion of change yeah it's quite a it's quite a gradual process um cool uh so what so yeah I guess going on going back to what I was saying about how I feel about podcasting and and what it brings me I feel like from the conversations I've had with other people um a lot of people will say to me oh you know sometimes oh damn it I really like that podcast you did with so-and-so because I heard this thing and it did this for me or oh I really like that podcast because yeah I want to do something like that and now I'm feeling the I feel the I feel the motivation now to step into doing the thing that I wanted to do so in getting that kind of feedback I've seen that there is some benefit and value to the podcast that I'm doing and, and putting out. So in terms of the content you're putting out, how do you feel it benefits your audience and what kind of things do you do to, to make it beneficial? Like, mm-hmm. do, do, you, do you have any like practices that you uh, inject into what you're making? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like honestly, you could really say anything and somebody might find it helpful like you could just put <laughs> anything and there'll be someone in the planet who's like that's useful to me that's how I feel anyways mm. um and like for example the videos like the foot like squatting form and stuff like I'll get messages after that being like oh my god I've been doing this wrong for so long like that's so embarrassing or whatever and it's like oh well I've just done like help someone in a way that I wish somebody had helped me in that first year where I did not know what I was doing because um, mm. there's so much like content on Instagram right like there's so much content from people who don't know what they're doing and people who don't know what they're doing um, and it can yeah. just uh, so if somebody's following me and getting advice from me who like is qualified and etc that just feels like okay I'm helping someone in a way that I wish I could be helped and putting out actual knowledge that I know is correct <laughs> um, yeah yeah I feel like anything I post is just mainly mainly it's based off something that somebody's asked me like in my dms or clients ask me then I know that it's going to be useful for someone you know if it's only the person mm. that's me, or if it's because 10 other people are thinking the same question it's like what they say in like school like always ask the question because somebody else is probably thinking it if somebody's dm me a question mm. I'm sure at least five other people have thought about it as well they're just too scared to dm me or just don't know how to ask so mm-hmm. yeah that's what my content kind of based around Right, so you don't have a, a, a particular content plan where it's like, right, I'm going to post legs this day or I'm going to do back no, this day. or Not really, because I feel like then I'm just posting what I want to post. And that's not really useful because as we've mm. seen, I don't post for me. I just post for who wants to view it. Um, so if I'm like, oh, I feel like posting a leg day today. Like, I mean, I can, but did anyone ask for that? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> it could still be useful, but there's five people in my dms waiting with questions who i could make a whole post for them and then that could be more helpful 
yeah and I guess they'll resonate with it more because it's like this is what I asked for and yeah Jade's serving it up about whatever that question was Um, yeah yeah um so I'm guessing that's the same with the because I saw you posted things about like supplements like creatine I think protein as well so with those those came from people asking you what those were yeah like people in my dms asking about supplements and etc and it's like people are always confused about that so (laughs) yeah very comprehensive I have to say by the way thank you (laughs) (laughs) um I saw I actually saw another post on Instagram where you were talking about um why you think motivation doesn't exist um I'd like to just hear you like talk about that for a little bit why why do you think that's the case um yeah so I haven't uh, I haven't really spoken about this actually on like my social media because it's it's very hard to explain what I mean by that without rambling on for about five hours so this is a perfect opportunity um, yeah go ahead I, ramble on <laughs> yeah how do I explain this every time I try to explain it it just comes out all wrong but I'll try my best um I don't think motivation is really a thing that exists in people um mainly because you either do something or you don't so when I wake up and I brush my teeth I, I've just done that I don't feel motivated to brush my teeth I mean maybe some people do but that's on you um I just wake <laughs> up and brush my teeth uh I have to meal prep mm-hmm. because I don't have time to make dinner every time when I come home I don't feel motivated to meal prep I just meal prep because I know that I have to do it for this reason this reason this reason most people don't feel motivated to go to work yet they still do it they just go because they need the money and they that's their job and if they don't go they're gonna get fired they still go mm. are they demotivated maybe but they're still gone so are they motivated no because they don't really want to go so what what is that then they've just gone there's no mm. motivation to go or is there I don't know you, but you could say that potentially they're motivated by the macro things in the background P- potentially just potentially. No, you could. throwing it out <laughs> there but <laughs> you know and people can be motivated by things like um a lot of people are motivated by money or motivated by results or etc but say that my motivation is etc for everything you do in life is just not realistic like Mm. the fact that you're gonna feel motivated to work out and motivated to go to work and motivated to have side hustle and motivated to be creative and it's just not gonna happen you're never gonna Mm. be motivated for every single thing that you want to do in life to feel your best I agree that motivation Mm -hmm. can be come out in a form you know people are motivated by whatever but in your general life relying on motivation as an emotion is not going to work it's just not going to get you Mm -hmm. places um it's like how I said in the post uh discipline will get you further than motivation ever will if you wake up needing motivation to do things you will not get anywhere because that's never going to happen that day nine to five you're going to feel motivated to do everything you want to do so you have to tune into discipline and other things in you to continue your journey and get to the goal you want to get to um because even that thing that will motivate you for example people might motivate motivated by money it's not going to always motivate you 24 hours a day if i said to you mm. at like 10 oh, i've got an extra shift for you now are you gonna you're not always gonna do it even though you are driven Ooh. by money <laughs> right so you're you're telling me you're motivated by money, but I'm not gonna take this extra shift at 10 pm. That's weird. So mm. even though that's your motivation, it, it's not been enough, has it? So that drive and that discipline and stuff like that, you need more than motivation will ever get you 
anywhere. Um, mm. Yeah, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but... I mean, it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense to me. I think you explained it really well, especially the example of <laughs> the extra shift, because I'm sure yeah. everyone's had that. And they're kind of like, mm, I just want to go home, man. Even yeah. if it's even if it's double pay, I just want to go home. Yeah. I'm tired exactly. of this place. Yeah. Although that might be your motivation if not pulled you through this time. So is it really your motivation? It's hard to say. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a very good point. Um, and I think I've also heard in the past before, um, he's a, a guy who who was in the US military and he was describing how discipline is freedom. And through discipline, you're free because you don't have to think about why you're doing something. You just, it's just embedded into your schedule and you don't have to, you don't have to question, am I, am I not? It's just, I'm in, yeah. I'm doing it. And then it frees up your mind to not have to think about that whilst yeah. also working towards, I guess, the macro thing that you have in mind. Um, the only reason I had that question, I guess, is because obviously when you do something, there's that you do get some kind of initial jolt that steers you in a direction. And I guess I would call that motivation. Um, but I guess for you, you've learned that it doesn't exist for something which is, uh, I guess, lasts a long time, is concrete. Is that what you learned through, um, through the, your fitness journey or did you just have was that just something you were um, rolling with before no I think from fitness I think originally that kind of thought came about when people used to ask me because I've been going gym so consistently for x amount of time people would be like oh how do you stay motivated and I'm like um like I don't know how to answer that because like I just explained I don't really feel like I need that drive I'm just I just go every day I just wake up and I go, mm. there's no, oh God, I feel tired. I just, I'm going to go, like, that's going to happen. Mm. So yeah, I feel like people repetitively asking me that question. Not that, I mean, it's fine. Like, I don't mind people ask me it, but people yeah. think, I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't really know if I have a motivation. <laughs> like, what is that? And then I started thinking, what even is motivation? And then I was like, does it even exist? And then existential crisis and it doesn't. So. Oh God, you went to, the, you went to existential crisis for motivation. No, well, you know, oh, just wow. like, God, you know like my head I don't know motivation is that real like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah interesting I, I I usually get there through thinking about happiness and those kind of things when you're like mm, wait is there ever a fulfilling thing where I can just stay there and everything's homely <laughs> and fulfilling and then it's like hmm uh-oh <laughs> here we are <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> what's going on yeah. too many times too many times yeah I, I think another one you probably thought about free will and determinism I guess that predeterminism even I guess that fits into the motivation thing as well yeah. in some way yeah definitely yeah um I'm guessing that might be a question that annoys you the most that you get is there one, is there a question that annoys you the most that people Annoyed. ask you? Or maybe annoys is, a wrong, is the wrong word, but you, to you, you're thinking, guys, come on, this should surely be obvious. 
Um, I honestly, I don't really think, I'm a very, like, calm person, like, you really can't make me angry, like, you can kill my dog, and I'll be like, you know what, I understand, um, like, no. I really, <laughs> I mean, maybe not kill my dog, but you get what I'm saying, if you kill my dog, I yeah. might be angry, but yeah, I'm very, like, level-headed, like, I really don't even feel anger or, like, annoyance, I think, because I, I started off literally not knowing fuck all, if I mm. then got annoyed, ask me things it'd be very hypocritical um I understand yeah. that people are asking me things that are coming from the exact place that I came from where it's just there's too much information out there from too many people who do know and don't know what they're talking about that it's just too much mm. so any question I can totally understand anytime where it's coming from because somebody said it out there whether they're right or wrong you've heard it from someone um yeah, yeah. uh yeah I guess that does make sense and then they they might question the stuff you're putting out like, but hold yeah. on, I saw X, Y, Z person say And I'd rather this. them just ask me and I can tell them the correct answer than spend all night wondering mm. who's right wrong and then going and picking the wrong way. Whereas they could just ask me and then I'll just non-judgmentally answer it. Um, mm -hmm. How do you then, how do you manage misinformation and and those kind of things, obviously, because it's so prevalent, how do you make sure that you're actually putting out the right stuff to you? What, what are you I doing to make sure you're up to, up to speed with things? It's, it's a bit easier when you're like, you actually have a qualification because then it's, I've, I haven't learned from, I mean, I've learned from doing it myself as well, but I've not just learned mm -hmm. from Instagram, from my own working out, I've actually gone and got the qualification and know mm -hmm. the information. Um, but I always, I'm very hot on fact checking. If I see something online, I'm like, mm, okay, I've not heard that before. I, I won't just take it as gospel. Like I'll go and check my facts with like places that I know have like correct information. Or like I'll ask my other PT friends, like, oh, have you seen this kind of thing? Do you agree with it? What's your thoughts? Because the thing is, mm. you never know. Everything. Like I'm not going to ever know everything. Sometimes my form these days is still a bit whack. Sometimes I do some shit that's like, <laughs> what was that? Like that just, because you're never going to, be perfect and if you mm. live in a mindset where you think you can't grow anymore then well you're not ever going to grow anymore um everyone yeah. there's always branches that can fill on the tree um so if I hoard myself then that would be wrong um so yeah just learning from what I've learned from my qualification and other people and just yeah always fact checking my shit <laughs> yeah that's uh that's that's important because um yeah even with with everything I guess today because of how easy it is to spread information, which is good, because it means we can we can learn a lot more about things and each other than we ever could. But also, it's it easy then for things that aren't <clears throat> correct to spread. Like I was mentioning my sister earlier. Um, one of the things she does, because she she has a degree in chemistry. Oh, I can't forget. I was I was at that graduation, like cheering around, like come on to me. And I don't even know what she. No, I think it was chemistry. So she, uh, what she does when people ask her things about nutrition, or she just does it anyway. She goes and finds like scientific papers and like reads them and yeah, breaks them down to 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 form her opinions on things because she's so scared of putting something out there which she doesn't fully believe in yeah it, I anything yeah. I post is like fully researched and like fully understood by myself 
to then because then if somebody asked me a further question on it and I don't know the answer that's just embarrassing <laughs> so uh wherever yeah. I post I know and if other people are posting things that because I see a lot of on Instagram and I'm like these famous Instagram girls and I'm thinking what is that squat form but it's not my you know I can't change the world by commenting oh you're shit at that like that's just rude unnecessary and not going to change anything like the best thing I can do <laughs> be a PT which is what I'm doing and educate my clients to be able to educate people who's sitting there and commenting on every Instagram influencer like like your back is broken it's just gonna be <laughs> useless so yeah <laughs> that's so bad man and you yeah <laughs> imagine if you were going around to all the fitness influencers pages like mashing up their comments <laughs> it's just unnecessary <laughs> like it could yeah. be better it's not gonna change yeah. anything like that do that thing and then yeah Good old trolling, man. I bet you've 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 seen a lot of it from God. what you were talking about with TikTok. That troll central, troll central. How before you before you removed yourself from the platforms? How did you deal with that? Like deal with um, the the trolling initially? Yeah, I didn't. To be fair, I didn't get loads. Like my like following was pretty nice, which is good. Um, but whenever anything went like, I don't want to say viral, but um, you know, like got more views than my average like following, um, that's when you'd see like random people commenting shit. But I have, I think I got this from my dad. Shout out to my dad for this one. Um, is I just couldn't yeah. give a crap what anyone thinks. I just don't give a fuck because you're saying this over the like over online. You don't even know me. You've seen a 15-second video. It's not even like you've watched a YouTube video on me. Like, you saw 15 seconds of my 20-year life you've watched and you've come up with this comment. Like, that's very embarrassing on you. That's no reflection on me, what you said. It's a reflection mm. on you. Um, and if I let that affect my day, that you said, like, four, like, harmful words to me, would be very embarrassing for me. <laughs> like, that, mm. I just yeah I couldn't give a crap my whole this is my life your comment on it from someone who I don't know merely merely just flies over my head <laughs> honestly like that how how could I let that affect my day like you don't know me I don't know you nice comment dude and I'll I'll see you later <laughs> that's it mm. very uh that's a good philosophy to have uh, I mean you definitely did or like crazy or whatever um because if you if I let everything get to me I'd probably be dead by now because there are some very evil people on there um but you know that's on them that's not anything to do with me <laughs> yeah I guess when you look at it um more deeply as well for someone to spend that time to do that like you were like we were just saying with the example of you like going around all the fitness influences yeah. like your form and shit knowing that someone is doing that if you really boil it down there is something quite sad about that for them like oh you're oh, doing yeah. that that's really shit for you honestly you're just obsessed with me that's what it is that you're just clearly in love with me to be commenting this this content on me I mean it must be that I just usually reply with something really sarcastic or funny and then it really pisses them off and then it makes me laugh because they're annoyed now and I didn't even do anything Oh, I think I saw. A, I think I saw something actually, like a a back and forth you had with someone who commented on one of your pictures. 
I think it was um a breast cancer awareness picture or something and oh. someone was trying to come at you and then you were just like yeah and and it was yeah. just bad. oh uh, yeah I just yeah I recall that because I was with my friends and I was like oh my god look what someone just commented this is hilarious um yeah because I yeah like I could delete that comment and then nobody see it or I could just let them embarrass themselves and it's way funnier so it's funny it's funny <laughs> And then your comment is just there and you just look like an idiot because it hasn't affected me. <laughs> it's like, okay, now yeah. you're the f- so. Yeah, you came out yeah. with a W there. Here we are. I'm always a winner. Can't lose. What can I say? <laughs> um, what other challenges do you face though, like with the, the things that you're doing? What, what other things are hurdles that you're having to overcome or had to overcome just to um, help people listen I, mean, I guess there's a lot it kind of depends like if you mean like creating in general um I'd I say guess the- balancing sorry I'd say uh balancing because obviously working out in and of itself is difficult right so yeah. combining that with recording that making it uh making it digestible for the people watching as well Mm -hmm. it's another added thing so do do any challenges or what challenges for you arise from that dynamic um I feel like the biggest kind of challenge around that kind of balance thing is to is finding time to not work because I Mm. I work so much that it's like I just always am doing something and when I sit down it's like but I could be filming something to do this or I could be making this post to help someone or I could be answering more DMs or I could be doing this. I find it very yeah. hard to just sit down and just not do anything because there's always something more I could be doing. Like I could be making a better yeah. plan for something. Um, and when, not that so, well, social media is a job or whatever, when social media is part of your job or is your job or something like that, um, it's very hard to just be like, oh, well, I'm just going to go on my phone for a bit and relax because part of my work is inside of my phone so I can't just go on Instagram mm. and just scrolling because then I see something and it's like oh I can make oh that's inspired me to make this or whatever so there's everywhere I look there's like work <laughs> like everywhere there's like oh yeah. there's work here work there there's a job to be doing here and I have this weird thing I make all of my hobbies into a job all of my friends will know this um that I make <laughs> every, every hobby I've ever had it's now a career <laughs> um because I just I yeah I just get really into things and then it's a job so yeah my biggest thing is just trying to actually like book in time that's not work especially when you're like partially self-employed like I am you kind of do your own schedule right so I yeah. see a gap I'm like what can I fill it with like how about you just leave it how about you just have a day off <laughs> but um yeah finding that balance of like work and relaxation uh is mm. hard to that's a really good one, actually. That's a really good one. And as you were talking about that, it felt like you were speaking directly to me because I do the exact same thing. I'm guessing you put pressure on yourself to do the most. And when you're not doing the most, it feels like you're doing nothing. And then that all just spirals. And then you're like, fuck, I should be doing more. And now I'm yeah. thinking about not doing more while yeah. not doing more. <laughs> now I'm thinking I should be relaxing, but I'm not relaxing because I'm relaxing. I'm thinking about the fact that I am relaxing, and it's just 
it's too much. <laughs> it's a harsh cycle. <laughs> yeah, just booking in time to just say no. Nothing. I'm gonna have a solid. Yeah, it's I did that recently actually. Um, because I was I basically like my day job, I work in marketing and I left my job uh, a few weeks ago. And instead of jumping straight into starting a new job, I said, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna have a block period of time off where I force myself not to do anything yeah. creative, no work. So I had two weeks off in between and I just chilled out. And I, and afterwards I felt it was like my brain just needed the space yeah. to you live. Hey, your like body needs rest. Like we sleep eight hours every night. Your brain needs rest too. And it's a bit harder, <clears throat> like in a pandemic when we can't just be like, oh, well, I'm going to go on holiday for a week and take my break because you can't do that. So it's, yeah. I feel like it's harder at the moment. But yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, funny point you, you that you brought up the pandemic. Um, because I was going to ask you about competition and let me put this into context. So for me, um, I'd started doing the podcast just before the pandemic. And then obviously I got into it a bit more once the pandemic hit and I had a bit more time and I knew it was easier to orchestrate podcasts because people would just do it from home on Zoom. That was the norm. So it was, it was good. It, it was beneficial that yeah. way because it was just easier and obviously I noticed a lot of people did loads of things on Instagram, on TikTok, or whatever. But part of me, like the really competitive part of me was like, hmm, when this pandemic is over and things start open up again, I want all you fuckers who aren't really about it, go back out, do your stuff in the restaurants and the bars and stuff and let the real ones mm -hmm. keep Shine. doing their thing. Or that's what I had in my head anyway as if I was like super consistent, which I'm not, but that's what I have in my head. Uh, or that's what I had in my head. So um, how do you like see competition within the fitness space? And like with this pandemic, well, I don't want to say it's over because, you know, we thought it was over in September and then that U-turn was mad. That U-turn was, was crazy. So if, it is coming to if it is coming to an end and more people being out how do you think that will impact you as a creator and also your business as well as a as a personal trainer what kind of things do you yeah how do you see the landscape really um I don't really feel like my answer is gonna be very interesting for this because I don't really feel competitive about anything I don't really ever um. like even if it's like me and my friend are playing Twister, I'm like, you got it, girl. Like, you're going to smash it. And she's like, we're up against each other. And I'm like, but you got it. <laughs> I'm so like, I just want everyone to win. Like, I mean, obviously mm. the people I like. <laughs> I want everyone like around me and people who have good energy just to win. I want everyone to be winning. Um, so mm. I don't like so much so that I don't feel competitive. Like I work, mm. the gym that I work at has however many other PTs and we all work in the same space. So in that sense, you know, you would think there's competition, you know, who's gonna, mm -hmm. who's got this kind, who's got that, whatever. But I don't think many people feel that way. And I definitely don't like, we're all together. We can work together to make things better rather than competing against each other. I don't see any of them mm -hmm. as competition because well, they're all my friends. And also, cause I just don't feel that way about them. You know, we can all be winning together. We don't have to mm -hmm. one person 
and everyone else fails we can all just bring each other up um so whenever I'm like posting something or working on fitness stuff like I I don't see it as oh god well I've got to do it much better than so-and-so's done it because otherwise it's gonna not be enough if people want to see my content or work with me for whatever reason then that's what they'll do I don't need to force myself to be up here and everyone else down here I just work mm. at my own pace do the best for me the only competition is myself and the person I was yesterday and the day before that and the day before that like um I ain't in competition with nobody else <laughs> um so yeah mm. Mm. it's a powerful perspective to have <clears throat> I have to admit on a personal level it's something I struggle with sometimes it's easy to compare so it, it you 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 do do it at points yeah, yeah. but I really like, gone i would say i feel like to kind of to um to thrive in the fitness industry i guess be the word and to not like beat yourself up about it you have to learn to not compare yourself because mm-hmm. there's always going to be someone with a better physique a better spot depth a better numbers on their hip for us like somebody's always going to be up there and you're going to be down here so to yeah. every day the gym will go on social media and compare yourself is only going to make you feel more and more shit so I feel like that's helped me get that mentality I mean obviously com- being competitive is great sometimes um and it's not like a toxic trait or anything uh but yeah, yeah I just tend to lock into that I'd, I'd hope it's not a toxic trait because I don't see myself as a toxic person. I hope so. Definitely not. <laughs> you can be too much of anything, right? But yeah. 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 Um, and I, I want other people to win. I, I just want to win too. <laughs> and it's nice to make a sport out of things too. But um, on, on your point about comparing to others, do you, did you, have you ever taken, um inspiration from others or is that also is that something that you also don't do either so you don't do either the compare the comparison or inspiration um I definitely take inspiration um there's like a few people who I follow on social media who are like fitness people um yeah and I see their stuff and I'm like wow that's like such a cool idea or I love the way they laid out this or the way they explained so and so um and you know mm-hmm. there's there's no harm in taking that into your own life as long as you don't, you know, copyright anyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, to take inspo from people yeah. is great. If they've got a great idea, well, let's share it and then everyone can have a great idea. Um, yeah, so definitely inspiration from just from the right people. Um, yeah. who, who would you say? Is there, is there anyone in particular or is it just if and when? Uh, yeah, I don't really tend to, I don't follow like that many fitness people um mm-hmm. so yeah kind of more like just explore pages and stuff like that just yeah yeah understood um how do you how do you manage any self-doubt that arises because it's I mean yeah we, we were just talking about obviously how things spiral into the existential crisis so everyone has to face up with the self-doubt um I think though what what's the true merit of how people come up against it is how they can keep putting themselves out there regardless. Um, yeah. it, it shows that they're able to face off with it, I guess, healthily um, in some way. So for you, how how do you do that? Yeah, I feel like this kind of links to the motivation thing. 
because in the same way that you're not every day going to feel motivated you're also not every day going to feel like you're a winner or that you're some days you're going to just have self-doubt it's just going to happen in your life like not every day will you wake up and just feel like top tier like the best you ever like some days you're just mm. going to feel like really I think like am I really that great blah blah, blah. like is that am I even succeeding in so and so but it's more not allowing that to transform where you go from there you just have to understand mm-hmm. that that you're having okay that's fine and then continue as you normally would if you let that drag you down and stop you doing whatever it is you want to do then you just let the self-doubt win from there really um which I mean then you just don't get the goal you want to get to in the same way that if you don't have discipline you're not going to get to the goal you want to same thing self-doubt is basically discipline's like other side um Mm. yeah choose which one you want to listen to you know you're technically in control of your brain so if your brain tells you one thing technically you can just tell it it the other thing at the same time so yeah oh I'm gonna clip that you know I'm gonna clip that self-doubt is the other side of discipline that's sick it's like you could put a yin yang like discipline in the white self-doubt in the black and boom yeah because even when you're there's going to be part of your brain that's like oh like should I be doing more or is this right and when you're feeling doubtful there's a part of your brain that's also telling you push through this so it's just which side you want to lean into and that's going to show you where you go in life jeez that's hard that's sick I take a bath (laughs) (laughs) um yeah oh I'm definitely using that for myself bruh I'm listening to that like, yeah, I need to think like that. It's just the opposite. In the like, everyone's gonna feel self doubt, and like that's always gonna happen to you. If you allow that to take over your entire existence, then where will you go? You'll just feel like shit every day. You know, yeah. so it's 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 your you're in control of that emotion and how you let it affect you. If any any emotion is natural, if you feel angry, upset, depressed about something, whatever it is, that's mm. totally normal. It's how you then deal with that emotion that's what will that's what will show you the way <laughs> mm. yeah very well said that's I think that one's going to help a lot of people you know if they listen to that bit um that could just like switch it, it literally just did that for me I'm not gonna lie it just <laughs> like oh yeah it is the opposite oh, mm-hmm. yeah. it's so it's the same way we were saying about the pandemic it's, it's obviously totally understandable and easy to let yourself go in the same way it's so easy to let self-doubt and anxiety and other things like that just take over you like I've had it happen to me before like and mm. it's so easy that like depression and things like that just take over your entire mind space and once it's done it it's so difficult to ever see that there's light at the end so as you see it coming that's when you have to fight that emotion and understand how you're in control of your own life and your own brain and yeah just don't let it like encapsulate your whole self um yeah Mm. we could that could that's a deep topic in and of itself the whole brain (laughs) and control and something but I guess could do that for another podcast (laughs) that's like a six hour conversation (laughs) um in a in a completely different fashion now my next question is one that I asked my sister as well um, but it would be sick to get your opinion on it. So obviously in this Instagram era, there is 
a phenomenon that we all have probably encountered and is, I guess, synonymous with the fitness industry, which is the booty workouts. Mm. The booty workouts. Do they actually work? Because some people have the opinion that this plan right here is going to get you the bum of your dreams. But for others, they say it's all natural. So it's only a certain percentage of people that can get it and everyone else is pissed and it's a pipe dream like trying to win the lottery or something of that nature. What's your opinion, Jade? Um, there's two things before I get into my actual opinion of this. One is that like arse workouts is a very like new thing. Like getting a big mm. bum is very new. And the second thing kind of links with that is very trendy now to like body shapes for men and women come in and out of trends. And right now having a big ass is a trend and whatsoever. When I was younger, mm. that was the trend. Like it was to be stick thin and you know, anorexic basically. Um, and everything is a trend. So the fact that people mm. like young girls who like DM me asking like, oh, how can I grow my ass and blah, blah. It kind of just makes me feel a bit sad because one day that's not going to be a trend and you're going to, you're chasing a trend right now, like yeah. to look a certain way. When that's not a trend, are you going to be happy with yourself? Maybe you will be and that's great, but also maybe you won't be and you've just done it for what all these people on the internet that think it's hot. If you don't feel good about yourself, then what's what's the point in chasing the trend? Yeah. So that's, that's the first thing. Yeah, um, dangerous um it is it's definitely a thing i mean i've basically done it i there are some progress oh well, let them know let them know <laughs> you can go and check them out double tap um when i started training i was so underweight so skinny like my i was was mm. flatter than an ironing board i don't even know but <laughs> a piece of paper um like the there was just nothing at all you could I could just slip through cracks in the floor um yeah so and I've come to yeah you can look at the progress pictures I have very wham thighs now um but yeah definitely it's definitely a thing it's a thing there's muscle your glutes have different muscles I won't get into the science yeah. but through different muscles mm. there you can grow them it's a thing that occurs um there's no mm. one plan there isn't this is a booty building plan and it will work for every single person who has an ass like it, that you know i have mm. some clients that their goal is i want stronger glutes etc but they all have different plans because some of them are quad dominant some of them find have back pain when they do a certain type of squat so we can't do that you're like there's a different thing for everyone you can't just be like this is the one way to do it put on a booty band and you'll have a king k ass like it's just not it's not gonna go yeah. like that um, so you can do it. There's ways to do it. Um, but yeah, you have to be smart. And people also think that it's just going to be really simple. I can just go to the gym and do a hip thrust once a week and it'll be fine. Um, like now nah, you have to eat a bunch. You have to eat protein. You have to do all these other things. Um, oh, okay. No one talks about that part of it as much. Nobody talks about that part. Um, no one talks I, about that part as much. have this fat ass, but they're like, oh, but I, I only want to eat like a thousand calories. Because, like, if I eat more than that, then I'll get fat. And I, but I want a fat ass. And I'm like, okay, girl, it's not going to happen, okay? Like, I eat so much food. Um, yeah, like, if you want to mm. grow muscle in general, you can't be under eating by that much because it's just never going to happen. But 
as the school system doesn't teach you anything about nutrition nobody will ever know that so <laughs> I mean as I get older I don't I always uh, as I get older and look back at school the more I'm just like wow they were just they were just they were just dicking around that was <laughs> 18 years of that and it, I'm looking at it like wow you didn't prepare us for shit no, I don't I what, what a waste of my time <laughs> yeah but everyone's kind of like yep yeah, take my kids to school I guess for adults it's like I just need to get this yeah. kid out of the way get yeah. them doing some oh they're doing drawing writing arts and crafts yep <laughs> Have them over there while I get on yeah. with the things I need to do. Yeah. yeah. Take my head. So conclusion from that is you can get the beauty of your dreams. People out there, you can get the yeah. beauty of your dreams, but it's uh it's a bit more of a nuanced process than just yeah. buying. It depends on your actual body shape as well. People think that everyone can have a Kim K ass, which by the way, Kim K is plastic, so you can't have her ass unless you go and get surgery. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of yeah. an obsession over like hip dips and stuff. Um, that's like literally yeah. your bone structure. So please don't cry yourself to sleep about your bone structure. You can't change it. It's how you were born. So you know you can get the booty of your dreams, but also you have to keep in mind that your bones and your organs and such are there, so they're not going to change. Um, yeah. yeah so that could be really refreshing for some people and really crushing for others take it how you will those listening you will. <laughs> <laughs> um so obviously you mentioned that you have quite a lot of um clients that work with you has that is that something that's come through you um creating content or have you also had to become like a businesswoman and pitch and venture out there and 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 really sell yourself in in that lane too what's what's that process been like for you I guess a mixture of both to be fair um I would say maybe like 80% of my clients are from Instagram um just people who have yeah. me on Instagram or such um there's another like 10% who are just people who have known me from like past jobs or such like that um mm. and but they've like, kept up with my Instagram and that's how they we've kept in touch us um and then there's another group of people which is just my business uh like put my business out there because I work in a gym we all have like our posters on the wall with our like uh business cards and stuff so there's not so much mm. like my Instagram is how I promote my business mainly um yeah. like I don't ever go I don't go out and like put flyers around or whatever um yeah not really a thing that people do anymore um so yeah I guess like having a business in the gym works but alongside like mm. having an Instagram business focus focused mm, and that's really that's really sick because um it it breaks the it it removes the barriers to entry a bit more if you can if you can get clients through there and I guess it shows a lot of people that it's not as competitive as they may believe if that's you know if that's the case that you can yeah. actually get clients to Instagram and mm -hmm. is that is that something that you did you how long have you actually had clients for like um so I got qualified last December so not that long no. um yeah at the beginning of December then I quit my old job and said fun this and then within <laughs> five days I had a job in a gym um and then yeah, yeah. I went from there but then obviously lockdown so 
went into lockdown like two weeks after I got that job was in lockdown until April so that's too fair I kind of utilized that time to build up clients from them into my garden did some zoom stuff um, uh, so okay. it kind of helped me in a way well at least I used it to help me um, and then yeah and then once we started open back up it all went on from there that's sick that's sick when I start um because I'm I guess one of the main reasons I started this podcast actually <clears throat> was obviously I explained before like learning the experiences of other people in the creative field and then also for me like I'm <clears throat> I'm in the process of uh finishing a novel um about a London superhero um and I just like I've always been thinking like okay when it's done when when the product's ready you know how, how am I gonna get it out to the masses how am I gonna like get people interested in it um so when I hear people are actually making um you know connections that are effective like as relationships and also business too through social um yeah it's always good to hear like it gives me a jolt of that motivation yeah. knowing that okay once, once I'm ready to release that I could you know start that journey so that's sick um have you had any other kind of opportunities that have arisen from posting content like anything wacky like I don't know a sponsorship or something something which was unexpected but has come out from you like making TikTok videos or through Instagram or whatever? Um, I don't know. I mean, I've done a couple like shoots and stuff with some like fitness people, like just, you know, side, like kind of modeling stuff, um, which is always good. That just comes from yeah. like, posting. Um, I don't know. I guess when I left TikTok, I was approached by a management group who are like mm. one of the bigger management groups who do like most of the big mm. TikTokers. Um, like in London and such um and they approached me and I think that was really what made me quit because it was like I either have to <laughs> that sounds so bad doesn't it? so I'm not it. um <laughs> but it was the the fact I either took that management and they would have got me sponsorships and blah blah and then you get mm. a top page you to post now and then but um you'd get paid to do sponsorships and etc um I either take that or I don't and I quit because there was no I'm not going to take the management I'm just going to post myself because that I at that point I had a following which was like I wasn't just posting for myself so I either had to take that management or I had to decide that it wasn't for me um wow how did you what how did you boil down to just those two choices because the only other choice the third choice would be not take the management and keep posting on TikTok and that would make no sense because I'd be posting on TikTok doing the same thing the management would have me doing but without all the money and sponsorships like that would oh, just be okay yeah, why do that? That, <laughs> I don't know, that just to me seemed like the most useless one like I wasn't going to do that yeah um, what what yeah. put you off about the the management piece in, in that this is really interesting by the way because that is quite sick as well that yeah. someone approached you for for that but what put you off um a few things a is that my tiktok had become like not for me like the stuff I was posting like I liked doing it I didn't mind it but I wasn't really enjoying it that much I was just posting because mm. people wanted me to and etc and stuff mm. like that 
and I knew that I like I kind of knew some of the people who were already managed by this company um and they do a lot of you know just ads as creators do but they're for these hair straighteners that I don't actually ever use but I think they're so cool and it's like I'm just not fake like that. I'm so real with people. I can't even lie. I'm so bad at lying. Like, I'm so real that even though, you know, I don't know all my however many followers, I don't want to bring something to them that I don't actually know anything about. And I don't want to start being someone I'm not because that time my life on TikTok, I was really like changing lots of things going on in my life. I was like growing into someone like not different, but somebody else, I guess. Um, And I felt like my TikTok, was kind of not the old me but it was just this person that I didn't really enjoy posting this stuff and I didn't want to mm. make my job right if I'd taken on that management I would have spent more time on TikTok doing it more being that person on TikTok and I just didn't want that life um it just isn't for me to be honest uh mm. so yeah I said no and <laughs> left <laughs> that's it you you really know yourself then to make yeah. that decision because a lot of people would feel pressurized to take it because it's so good like even even my initial reaction was oh I'm surprised you didn't follow through with it because yeah I think the decision would have been to take it and to have gone forth with TikTok and made have much money or whatever and done it but I yeah I didn't want to be that person and I'm not money driven so you know Mm. using that it just I would rather like go to someone who that's their dream job and such like yeah mm. it's not yeah I mean that can only go only that perspective is generally only really had by people who know really what they want um so what does I know we'd said motivation doesn't exist earlier but what does motivate you then because mm-hmm. for lack of a better word um I guess what drives me is just like my own achievements I guess um like every time I lift something heavier or I achieve something I feel like oh like that's so good I can't wait to do that again or bigger or better um like my own success and my own happiness for me is like the biggest drive um because that's why Mm. I'm always chasing that's again why I turned down that TikTok thing because I thought honestly being on this app is slowly starting to make me feel worse again like going back into that kind of cave um and for mm. me my is very it's like sacred I guess um and that's what's the most important thing above anything else so if it means I have I don't have a following anymore or I don't have money that's that's fine as long as I feel good in within myself and TikTok wasn't the career that was gonna keep me at that level um so mm. yeah mm. and I, I may I may have missed it. I, I'm not sure if I did, but I may have. How how do you assess yourself? Uh, like what what do you see success as then? Like yeah. re, like the nuts and bolts. Yeah, success is such a weird one as well because you know again could have taken that TikTok thing and maybe I would have been successful on TikTok, but I would have yeah. for me that would have been a facade and it's not successful if it's not really me doing it. Um, mm. For me, if I feel like proud of myself and I feel like it's made me happy then that's a success even if it's that I made dinner that was really tasty that's a success um, <laughs> success if you want to gas yourself enough um yeah, yeah. I don't for me it's not I made a grand off of that job or I'm whatever that's not success to me it's if if I feel accomplished and I feel 
like I've made a difference in my life or someone else's, then that's pretty successful. Mm, intrinsic motivation, I think that's, yeah. yeah, like what it does for you internally is where you mm. find the success. Ah, oh, that's, that's sick. Um, yeah, I feel like when you, when you know yourself a bit more and, and also when you find that, then it's easy to, uh, maybe this is just a, a, more of a question than an assumption. I'm guessing you make decisions a lot quicker than the average yeah. person. Would that be true? Would you I, agree with I that? I don't really dwell on things that much. Like, again, bring it back to that TikTok management. I didn't like spend three weeks sitting there like, oh, what should I do? Pros and cons list. Like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> I just thought about it like, 20 minutes I was sat there and I was like mm, think about it for a bit because dwelling on things for me is pretty a waste of my time I don't really have a lot of time to be sitting concerned about these things let's just make the decision I know what's right or wrong if it is the wrong decision then we'll just own it and we can just fix it after that that's fine but let's just make one because sitting here and making neither is I'm not going in any direction I'm just being standstill um yeah I envy that mentality so much <laughs> My personality type is to struggle with tough questions a bit more. So I, I'm trying to do the thing that you do, which is like, boom, someone comes in, right, going to make the decision, keep it cracking. Um, and yeah, you know, if you know yourself and know what you're intrinsically motivated by, it's a lot easier to just make those decisions. So, you know, right, I'm not trying to be the TikTok person. So I'm yeah. not taking that opportunity. And some would even say that in an, in and of itself is a success because the the dark side of going into something like that and 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 kind of uh avoiding the dark side is uh is you know you keep yourself and your sanity intact yeah. i think i was listening to um a drake drake was uh i think he did a long like interview with mm -hmm. rap radar i think about a couple of years ago and I listened to it recently and one of the things they asked him was what is your biggest biggest success and you know obviously he's got bear number ones he's impacted culture he's like the guy bear countries albums classics all of that shit so you would have thought he'd say one of those things mm -hmm. and he responded saying the biggest the biggest success that he has is that he hasn't lost himself and he's still like with all the things that have happened in his life he's still himself and he he said he even said like I, he can go to he can go to dinner with his mom and his mom is looking at him going oh that's still my son like you're still there and all the shit that's happened since hasn't changed you so yeah it's it's a, it's a big thing even like yeah, even now I'm kind of reflecting on it. Like yeah, that's uh, that yeah, is. Like, it it was an opportunity to find myself and understand myself more than it was an opportunity to be successful on an app or whatever. Um, and I definitely used to be the type of person who dwelled on things a lot and got very worried about was I making the right or wrong decision. But at the end mm. of the day, if you make the wrong decision, you make the wrong decision. You know, it happens. It's gonna happen. So sitting there wondering mm. if it's going to happen, it's going to waste your time, just make it. And if it's right or wrong, then just go from there. 
Um, it's an opportunity to grow if you get it wrong. And if you get it right, then you'll just keep learning and keep going from there. Philosophy of Jade, people. <laughs> Wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so something else that I was really curious about, because I saw it on your profile, and I wanted to ask you uh, about it, is what is the experience like of having an OnlyFans account? <laughs> I thought this was coming. Here's the curveball. <laughs> this is the curveball. This is the curveball. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, the experience, is that what you asked? Yeah, yeah. What's, what's that actually like? Because obviously, especially, I think especially as men, pe uh, people can have, or men specifically as well, can have assumptions, ideas about what that is like, and obviously project them as well, which I think I've seen on your profile too in terms of comments. Obviously, you said how you combat that, and I love that you just like basically make them look like fools. But what is the overall experience of that like? Because I, yeah, you don't really hear people speak about what it is yeah. like, you know? You don't really. The only people who really ever spoken about it is like the the big big people who have done it, like basically porn stars. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's a lot. I I am nothing like my social media. I don't think. I mean, my fitness one, yeah. But my personal mm -hmm. account and my friends agree with this. I'm absolutely just nothing like it like if you took one glance at my Instagram and say you came up with five words from that Instagram I'm probably the complete opposite of all five of those um mm. I don't know why I don't know how that's occurred um but yeah there's and around having only fans there's a lot of things that people think uh judgmental things or opinions yeah. on people or ideas about them etc etc um and if you want to think that that's totally fine all my mm. friends who know, people who know me in person know that I'm none of those stereotypes and I'm not any of the things that people think because I have one um I mean yeah. if I was that fine to own it babes you got it um but personally yeah. as a person I'm just not like that um mm. but have other people having those assumptions of me same way you know the dealing with hate stuff just doesn't affect me if you want to assume that mm. you know there's different thoughts about me that's fine my friendship group and the people that know me they know me so that's fine that's we've got mm. it tight we're good we're good over here you want to think what you want to think that's not going to affect yeah. me um, so I, I guess to be fair the biggest thing with having it is what people think like the judgment. when I really made it and posted about it like the you know, the amount I could feel people talking about me like the you know my ears are just red it is feel it in the in the zone yeah um, and I heard a few, you know, things around the block. Um, mm -hmm. But that's honestly none that's of my business. I'd rather be the bad bitch being talked about than the sad bitches talking. So that's, <laughs> that's you guys. Um, <laughs> you pre-prepared that bar for the podcast, didn't you? <laughs> no, I prepared that for life. It's essential. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not yeah. out here. So what can I say? But yeah, there's there's a lot about that kind of thing and sex like yeah. sex work in general like there's a lot I can say mm. about that um because yeah I actually saw interestingly enough like I think it was yesterday um a guy posted a poll being like um I think it was just would you date someone with an OnlyFans like it was just like a yes or no mm. poll and then, like, little captions box which was like 
um, why yes or like why no. Um, oh, sorry, low power mode. Um, yeah, so it was like why yes or why no, and like it was like maybe ninety percent of people said no, and mm. then he like responded to the comments, and it was loads of people being like they don't have dignity, they don't have self-respect, like, I can personally have anyone looking at my girl like that, blah, blah, like, all these different mm, comments. Mm. And I just was looking at thinking, A, I'm pretty sure all of you are men. B, I'm pretty yeah, sure of course. you watch porn. There's a 100, all of you have watched porn. So you're buying yeah. into, like, there's 100%. You're buying into uh, a line of work or feeding into a line of work which you don't respect the people who do it it's like you you love traveling and you love going on airplanes but you think pilots have no respect and they shouldn't be doing that job or you love eating out <laughs> yeah. and you think waitresses and waiters are whores and shouldn't ever have that job and you would never date anyone who is a waitress like it to me it's just such a weird thought process to have that you will buy mm. into an industry that you don't respect or you don't yeah. think people should but you're you're literally the reason why we do it because of you. You buy into this industry. Yeah. So. You guys I mean, are the, the customers. Yeah, it's a it's a because I feel like with that line of thinking, it's more like a like a jealousy entitlement kind of thing. Like, oh well, you know, it, it's a it's a way to put yourself above somebody else. Um, and yes, it's because like there's loads of reason people do it. One, they get, we get paid bare money off. If we're being honest, males' um, inability to manage their their hormones and yeah. wanting to look at some certain content. So that's obviously one of them. And then two, some people just find that that's what drives them. They're like, "Yep, yeah, I like making this stuff. I get, I get Which- a benefit out of it." Yeah, that's fine. Yes. But it's just, yeah, it's that people, you know, men basically have created this industry and yeah. they demand it. They are the demand. We are the supply, but you don't respect the people who supply that demand. It's, mm. it, it, it blows my mind that people can have that thought process. I'm like very much empathetic towards people, but like, I just can't understand that mindset. It's just so weird to me. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think sometimes it is kind of jealousy, like, I'm making bags and everything and like what's that about sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to make so much money I'm joking um how do you feel about the experience so far like what 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 how would you summarize it for yourself like mm-hmm. discount because obviously we've just spoken about the judgment but including <laughs> everything like the whole the whole package what um yeah, what do you feel about it? Because, um, yeah, just, just curious. It's been pretty positive. I mean, yeah. like, to me, I'm, I already have a very big, uh, big thoughts on men in general. Um, obviously, mm. men, but there's a big chunk of them that I just, re- I just don't like them. They give me bad feelings. I've had many, mm. many bad experiences with men in my own personal life. Um, mm-hmm. so me doing it and find like seeing very strange men and men that are rude and weird and etc is nothing new to me it's not like that wasn't like oh god that's crazy and that's like insane and oh I can't handle that because I'm very right. used to that in my normal life um, mm-hmm. so for me that wasn't really a challenge or anything so yeah. it's not really just being positives and that's kind of like just reinstated for me that I do actually dislike men and <laughs> they can all stay away from me. Um, 
so mm. yeah I guess good experience I'm still doing it so it can't be going that badly um yeah and you're plugging it with this podcast as well so oh, what can hopefully, I say? <laughs> hopefully more peas land your way <laughs> um so I guess going back to all the things that you're doing in in general um what do you what do you hope to achieve with your platform like looking forwards into the I guess not looking forwards into the future but as you're doing what you're doing what do you is there anything that you hope to achieve um through the discipline that you have um I'm not really sure I'm very bad at setting goals like I'm very bad at being like this is my goal because I feel like it's too much pressure on myself if I set a goal Mm. um which is probably not the right way to think but here we are um so yeah I kind of just want to continuously achieve growth like all the time just to never never be going backwards um like to always just be Mm. continuously stepping up those stairs whether it's my content or my business or anything like that um it's just to keep going as I'm going um yeah and just continue to have like the I guess positive mindset that I try and carry um yeah Mm, so that so you don't necessarily assess like anything in particular then like I want to be able to like when you're assessing for growth you're not is that growth like oh I want to be able to do more in terms of the weight that I'm lifting in these exercises or is it just a noticeable difference yeah is it is it kind of like more loose then then it's very loose because I know that in myself like I always want to be lifting more and I always want to be gaining more muscle but that's like a general goal forever and I know how to do that and like I know I will continue to do that without thinking about it too much right like I know how to get my numbers up on the deadlifts and etc um so like that's not a specific like every day I wake up like driven by that goal that's kind of like a very vague goal for life um and as long as like I feel like I've grown and I don't really have goals with like followers like I want to reach this many followers like I'm so I just don't give a flying fuck about that like I don't I really <laughs> can care about numbers likes I don't even check I don't even care <laughs> like um so I don't really have any goals like that it's more it's very kind of loose and just mm. feeling that I'm always growing and always pushing myself mm you're in the you're in the process yeah yeah (laughs) I get you I get you just doing your thing and yeah I'm just vibing out (laughs) yeah whatever whatever fruits come out of that come out that if not you're just there still yeah still um it's like chiseling on um like a rock to get a statue like a big like rock and you're just there chiseling and yeah I'm just doing my thing and in 10 years time I'll still be doing my thing and I'll look back and everyone will be shook they'll be like wow (laughs) this is crazy um because I'm gonna be so consistent that yeah just give me a few more years (laughs) yeah the universe just had would have to give it to you just have to going to I mean come on how could you not right like (laughs) (laughs) um so we're coming towards the end of the podcast actually I've got a couple um more questions and I guess one which I think would help everyone in general and I don't know for me I I think in the past or recently even I've 
ignored or, or not really asked people as much of this question because as someone who's making content it seems e or not easy it seems simple to me but there's a lot of people that really want to um in any space not just in fitness but with whatever want to start putting themselves out to the world but just don't and they just don't they're just blocked and I feel like for some for like what's good about conversations like this is sometimes even though we're talking about the same topics the way somebody says it sometimes like the cadence the delivery the choice of words can unlock it for someone in a different way even if it's been talked about by someone else even mm -hmm. though the same topic's been talked about by someone else so I, I ask you what would you advise to somebody that is feeling like they want to do that but isn't at the moment what what would you say to that person um strange you ask because somebody literally dm me like a few days ago asking me how they should start a fitness account um and without judgment uh. and um <laughs> yeah. and i was like oh, right. i hadn't actually been asked that before so i was like mm, interesting question um so i honestly this kind of links what we we're saying about how i don't give a fuck about hate but the only people that will judge you for putting yourself out there or doing what you want to do is people that you do not want around you in your life at all. The people, mm. your close-knit people will not judge you. And if they do, then they're not your close-knit people. They can get out. Um, you're, the people who are truly your people will either give you constructive criticism, support you, be there for you, help you with it, all of those things. If they're not doing one of those things, then bun them. They shouldn't be your friend. They shouldn't be your family. There shouldn't be anything to do. So if they're judging you, then it's not for them. You're not creating that content for them. The people you're mm. creating the content for will support you through it. If they're judging you, then the content's not for them. They shouldn't be looking at it then. If they're still engaging with it, they're just giving you free clout. <laughs> they're just promoting your business or whatever it is that you're making. So just use them. If they're being a dick about it, just use them <laughs> because they're being a cunt. So you might as well utilize them. Um, yeah <laughs> and the thing is as well if you don't do it in 20 years time you might be like god i could have just done that and and just done it and what would you have lost if you do it and you hate it stop doing it don't do it but if you do it and you find that you create a whole lifestyle from it and it's the best thing you've ever done then god you would have regretted not doing that so Oof. there's absolutely nothing to lose basically <laughs> yeah i think the regret thing is is so real because I feel obviously because we're we're still young in the grand scheme of life and how long life has the potential to be um, for us. Looking like 100 years, 120 years from what I hear. I, I would just despise to have been like 100 and look back and be like, I wish I just lived my life. That's another reason why I don't let hate get to me because say you're in a nursing home or care home and you just think, God, imagine all the things I could have done if I just didn't give a flying fuck what anyone said. You do not want to be on your deathbed and regretting shit you could have done. It's another reason why when I wake up and I have bad skin, I don't cry about it because when I'm 90, it's not going to have mattered. I'd rather just live yeah. my life doing my thing. And when I'm 90, mm. I'll be the one that's gassed. <laughs> all of you who <laughs> live other people's judgments, that you're not going to yeah. live.
there's going to be a 90-year-old Jade telling the nurse and stuff. I did my thing, you know. I did my thing yeah. in my twenties. Like, like, let me tell you about all the stories I have. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, sick, sick, yeah. Guys, think about that. When you're old and you look back and you can't do shit, it's the most you're terrifying thought. Thrash if you are old and regret shit you haven't done. It's yeah you're gonna feel like absolute shit if you do that um yeah yeah you'll honestly never know it's like what people say about like asking people out and stuff like how you ever know the answer unless you just do it and if you don't get the answer you want or the opportunity you want or the success you desire switch up the path try something else because life is far too short to have regrets when you're older yeah yeah for real for real and judging by how the last year and a bit just went like that and like how that's probably just going to keep happening like even even for me on a personal level recently been talking with um with some of my friends and realizing that 10 years ago this year we started uni and that feels like it was yesterday and it's like what how did that 10 years just but it's gone so yeah and you're never gonna get time back that's gone if you wasted it living your life on other people's judgments or standards or expectations you're going to have wasted a lot of your time yeah. <laughs> um, and it's your yeah. life you know nobody else is living it nobody else is going to be that 90 year old in the care home besides you so yeah yeah sit yeah sit with that one I think always when you're feeling blocked just sit with that and that that could help um so yeah thanks for uh giving that to the to the viewers um so last question, is there anything coming up soon for you? Like in terms of your journey, is there anything that people should look out for? Um, I don't know, there's nothing crazy, but something is always happening in my life. I, some, some crazy <laughs> shit is always occurring to me. Um, and like I said, cause I'm always growing. I'm always making moves. There's always, there's Jeez. always stuff. Um, so yeah if you follow any of my socials there's always shit happening to me and uh, mm. I can barely keep up so if anyone else can then feel free um, but yeah I've always yeah. got more, I've always got more wisdom and knowledge to sprinkle around so yeah coming like a sage what can I say <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah if you want to shout out your socials just so uh people who want to follow your journey can can yes. do that my fitness account is jt underscore fitness uh my main account if you're crazy is j double underscore melody um and yeah there's some links and bios and such um yeah that's really the only yeah. social media you want to go and look at my tiktok uh don't so <laughs> there's that <laughs> um, cool um so yeah i'll put those in the description of the video anywhere on youtube so guys if you want to uh check that out then that is there um jade thank you so much for being on the podcast it's been a really good one had a good time yeah i feel like there's um there's going to be a lot of like valuable stuff people get like nuance nuances that i think um are important for people to hear as part of this convo and 
yo, there's loads of clips that I can be taking out. Like, you've made my job hard as well because I have to go through and be like, right, one minute there, two minutes there. Like, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. Um, but yeah, thank you for thank you for jumping on. It's been it's been great. Uh, for everyone listening at home, um, thanks again for being part of this podcast. I hope you enjoy it. If you did, subscribe like the thing if you like it just just like it if you like it like it so please do that um and if not just like it anyway because again one second of your day um yeah i will catch you soon on another podcast with your boy dammy um take care everyone bye